Hello and welcome to Beyond the Ball. I am your stand-in host this week, Big Paddy. Um, I'm joined by the regular host, the Ch resident Chelsea supporter, Collie. Hello. I'm, uh, I'm happy to pass over the baton so I can concentrate fully and give me expert opinion on Chelsea's match here. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm drifting off into the side here and watching the match to the side. So. Okay. Okay, well, we'll go with opinion. I don't know about expert, but we'll definitely go with opinion. Right. And we're also joined by our resident Liverpool supporter. And wouldn't you know, we'd show up this week, Connor. How's it going, folks? I'm back. Oh, <laughs> God. So I think this is a punishment. Me being host this week is punishment because, unfortunately, um, I never done a reaction video on Sunday, which I've been given a lot of grief about. But I actually went into some serious psychotherapy straight after the game and I've only been released early this morning so uh, I wasn't actually available to do a video but <laughs> here we are and um, I'm gonna have to talk about that shambles of a game on Sunday and uh, Manchester United were disgraceful but let's go on to the football review and get to it oh no Paddy you know and I so many people ask for this. Or you're not getting away with just apologising like that and saying, oh, everybody wanted a review. I didn't do one. What do you want, blood? I want a fucking public apology to every single person that requested one from you. And I want you to mean every word you say. Okay. okay. Sorry, I have all the names. So, so John Finbar, one, two, three. Big sweaty bollocks, A54. I'm incredibly sorry I didn't do a sorry reaction video. Um, it will never happen again. My apologies. There right. we go. Now let's go to the football review. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we are going to start with Arsenal against Bournemouth. An absolute robbery. Robbed. 96 minutes injury time given. They score in the 97th minute. I don't know what happened. Collie, what were your thoughts on this game? I'll tell you what my thoughts were in this game, right? That was an absolute shambles it was that, that that game kept going. It went out for a corner. I've seen refs blowing it up loads of times for corners. Blow the fucking game up. Like, do you know what I mean? We don't need that extra minute there. There was no time-wasting going on. Nobody was time-wasting. It was two all. Arsenal were pushing for the fucking win. Nobody time-wasted. Why are we getting an extra minute? It doesn't make sense. What a goal, by the way, to fucking win it, though. It was a great strike. Uh, I, can't, I can't argue with the strike. And the scenes after it, although it was Arsenal, Great scenes to see. Uh, something similar to Manchester City. Do you remember that time when Aguero scored and everyone's running around the Olympics? A little bit more time than that, but uh, obviously they won the league. Won. Yeah, when they won the league, exactly. That's yeah. they acted like they're after winning the league, like you know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't so, think so they, they won the the Bournemouth Cup. Well done. Good, yeah. good for them. Yeah. I'm a bit bitter this week. Game. I think you'll notice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Connor, what did you think? Yeah, no, it was a good game. Um, I agree. I probably should have got blown up, but if this doesn't. Show that Arsenal are definitely in the title hunt. I know people are saying they're gonna they're gonna do an Arsenal. That's a game where it was set up for them to do an Arsenal, and they didn't. Um, so they're definitely the team to beat. Um, and they're showing that they're like that. They had this one. They also had the the Villa game where they came back, scored two goals after ninety minutes. They're winning games where they previously would have lost them or drawn them. So are you saying you think it's Arsenal's league now? Do you think City could catch them? I still think City can can catch them, but it's. I think people had put it in that it was it was City's league to still lose, even though they were at top. It's definitely in it's our, in Arsenal's hands, and they're they're showing so far that they have the bottle to hold on to it in the in these games where they were taking big drop points. Absolutely, they still I have agree. some massive games though. They still have some massive games to come. Like Chelsea, they still have to play Chelsea. I know everyone will say that's not they have to play Chelsea, they still have to play City as well, and I think they have to play Liverpool as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. do. I think Liverpool big games, like. from the games, yeah. So, so, Cody, do you still think that they're gonna bottle it? Yeah, 100% they're gonna bottle it. They are gonna bottle it. I'm not, I don't think it, they're 100% gonna bottle it. Man City are gonna win the league. Um, United, I did say we're challenging, but I don't, I just. They've kind of fallen off a little bit. I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to put in a, as close to challenge as I thought. I did, I did do a video saying they're 100% going to win it, but that was just giving them the kiss of death. You, you, do, a, you do a lot of videos, Collie. We understand. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. I've yeah. said a lot of things, to be honest with you. One of them is bound to be right. Um, but now <laughs> yeah. I, think, I still think it's Man City's league. I don't, I don't think they're going to throw it away. I think I think City are going to win it. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations, Arsenal. You've won the Bournemouth Cup. Let's move on. <laughs> City with a 
convincing performance against Newcastle. I think Colly, you said it last week after the Carabao Cup final that they would they wouldn't have any fight left in them, and and you were right. Um, Connor, you weren't here because I think Liverpool lost the week before, and you just don't show up when Liverpool lose. So, uh, Connor, <laughs> what what were your thoughts on this game? <laughs> um, yeah, Newcastle season I think rested on on last week, um, so I think it's going to take them a couple of weeks to get over. It, to be honest, um, just one of those things that again, just sit here in when they're in flow like that, and they go they go ahead early. It doesn't look like they can be they can be caught. It's almost like they have to go behind for for teams to pick points up off them. Um, yeah comfortable Newcastle didn't look like they were going to do anything in the game and um, heads are down uh, which is obviously a good thing for Liverpool and Spurs fans who are looking for that fourth spot now after they get rattled for the next couple of weeks it's definitely going to fall back into both their hands well we won't be reviewing it but I suppose Spurs were a, a poor result the weekend as well and um, you must be a happy man it, was, it wasn't a bad weekend the results <laughs> overall yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you guys so, how, how, how many points outside the Champions League spots are you now? Three. Three? Three. Jesus. Great result. Yeah, yeah. Three same games played. But, tr- but, but three I really also did a video up. saying that Liverpool are going to get top four. I'm just, just trying to say. Yeah, but you did a video that said they weren't going to get top four as well. It's way in like, you know what I mean? Um, Collie, what did you think of this game? Paddy, before we move, before I talk about this, because we are watching the Chelsea match, can I talk a bit about Chelsea match? I just want to give the... Um, the starting lineup and just what I think, what we, what our thoughts are, and what we, like we give our score predictions before we kind of. Yeah, um, yeah, sure, sure. I'm start. just the host, but it doesn't really matter what I think. I don't like this Chelsea bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for anyone that is listening as well, we are watching it, but it's there's after been a ten minute delay. Potter's on the screen there, boo. Um, but I, do, I actually do like the team he's put out, lads. Maybe I wouldn't have had one or two on, but. Um, he has kept it in goal for Fana, Kulabali, and Kukurea at the back. Then he's got Reese James out right wing, Ben Chilwell out left wing. He's got Enzo with Kovacic in the middle, which I really like. Uh, and then he has Sterling out on the right, Felix on the left, and Havertz up top. Lads, I would like to see Sterling go through the middle and drop Havertz. He hasn't done enough um, in the last couple of weeks to fucking warrant still starting. Me? So I would, I, yeah, well, I would... Well, won the Champions League for us. Uh, I'd like to see Mudrick playing a bit more. I don't think uh, Potter likes him for some reason. I don't know why, but um, yeah, I don't know. Lads, I think we're gonna if we if we're gonna win this game and go through, it's gonna be one nil, and we're gonna win it on penalties. That's the only way I'm saying we win. Um, other than that, we're losing. Sorry, back on to uh, do you? I like the way you. I like the way you pawned off that as Chelsea playing three in the back when it's clearly five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Really I'm looking at live score and they have it as a 3 4 3. So I just yeah, that. Well, that as yeah. well. You're putting up on the graphic as well here. That's yeah. absolutely not the five back. Okay, yeah, okay, 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 okay. That, that's enough of that. Ap- apologies, everybody, for having to listen to Wait, what Roma score, lads? What score do you think gonna, it's going to be for before we before it goes into it? It's just um, um, 1 0 one Chelsea. Chelsea to win an extra time. 2 0. 2 1. I agree. I, I, I think. One all here, and Dortmund will go through. All right. Uh, sorry, Paddy. I'll jump back. Sorry for rudely um, wrecking your. No, you're there. fine. Sure, you're on a roll there. Give me your views on the Man City Newcastle game. Uh, look, yeah, as I said the week before, I think I, I did think that Newcastle weren't going to get at nil, but I thought they were going to be quite deflated after that cup loss, and they weren't in the best of form going into that cup anyway. So it was almost like kicking them in the face while they were down. Um, and I thought this was going to be no different. So yeah. I, I fully expected a 2-0 win for Man City. Um, I think I could have even predicted a 2-0 win for Man City. Um, but not surprised at all, really, to be honest with you. Um, no. Normal service resumes, resumes for Man City. Yeah, but I suppose it's it's more a question of now where are Newcastle in terms of their league? They started so well. It seems to be that they just blew their load and now they're gone. they could go into free fall because... They, they're like form for the last say over 10 games does not look good. So, do we think they will even get the, the Europa League spots? No, I think they peaked and fifth or sixth is going to be theirs. I'd, I'd more realistically, I think maybe fifth, um, depending on what Spurs do. Um, but yeah, I, 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 Spurs, I, I, they were Spurs, Spurs, they were Spurs. Uh, Conte, fucking. I don't know. He, he he seems to be struggling. It's he's so fucking up and down at the moment with Spurs. I, I don't know whether he can 
grab the mob with a bollocks and just say, here, lads, get your fucking shit together. Like, he is a serial winner. I think I predicted Spurs come second or something in the league at the start of the season because I genuinely thought they were they were going to do really well with, with Conte. But, um, yeah, they seem to well, be Are we not seeing Conte's limitations now? Like, he done well in Italy. Mm-hmm. He came over to England and he had a great squad with Chelsea. Yeah. Now he's after going to Tottenham. Now, if he is as good as you, for one, have said he is, should he not be winning something at Tottenham? Should he not be not bot- bottling it? Getting yeah, well, like, sporsiness? the reason I said he's so good is just because of what he's done previously. Like, I can only go on past kind of experience of seeing him at Chelsea. He's won the league at Chelsea. So, um, yeah, I mean, how can I, how can you, how can you question it as much? As much like he seemed to get the most from that squad as well. There's still like, there was one or two players that weren't probably great in that squad, but they did have the likes of Eden Hazard and stuff like that. And, in fucking his prime, so um, yeah, maybe maybe kind of masked a bit by that by having such good players there. But um, yeah. look, they have Son and they have Kane and all that uh, sports, so they should be well able to get it. But I don't know whether they'll be able or not. Uh, so like Connor, if you look at sports and I suppose what Conte is doing there, Pochettino came in as a relatively unknown manager and um, built his reputation at sports, and I suppose he's known as a really good manager since then. Conte is coming in and I suppose his, his legacy, or not so much his legacy, his reputation will have taken a hit at Spurs if he doesn't get fourth or win a trophy, won't it? Yeah, I think sometimes managers go past their legacy, right? If we look at Carlo Ancelotti having a stinker at Everton, he still goes on to, to remanage Real Madrid. Yeah. So I think when managers get to a certain stage, Mourinho suffered that. Spurs, I'm sure he could still walk back into the majority of dressing rooms around Europe. Chelsea. Um, like you could walk into a Chelsea dressing room, do you not know, take over tomorrow? Um, <laughs> do you not think so? No, <laughs> no I would fucking love it. I absolutely fucking love Mourinho back at Chelsea. I'm sorry, I was supposed to be getting the horn, was it? Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, it'd be disappointing from like, this, the Spurs side of it. Obviously, they've I think they've actually one of the few seasons they've invested quite well. They had a big queue with keeping Son and Kane. And if they don't get European spot or top four spot, will they get another summer without losing Harry Kane or Hyman? So I don't know. Mm. I think they lose Kane in the summer. They're going to invest. They have to invest heavily. They have to sell Kane now, really, to make to so. make back anything. And well, not make back because they didn't buy him really, like for for anything like what he's worth now. But I don't think they'll get this summer what they would have got last summer just because of his age. Once you hit that thirty mark. Although then you've got the unless it's Manchester United coming in because then you'll get the United attacks. But is he um, snap your hand off for him. Sorry, is he torty? Is he? He's torty. Yeah, yeah, he's torty now. Um, I think United might get him. To be honest, <clears throat> we'll, 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 we'll talk about strikers and United in a couple of games time. But um, I've I, I've blocked the next twenty five minutes because we have to talk about Chelsea and Leeds. Colly, one nil to Chelsea, a win. And and to be honest with you, look, you, I I seen your reaction video and. It wasn't good enough, but considering the run you were on, a win is a win, and anything to build a bit of confidence is a positive, yeah? has to be. It has to be considered a positive, and I think it'll be a positive for the squad, but as a fan, like, there's not... Like, I didn't see very many positives there. We couldn't... We failed to break down a really poor Leeds team, and the only way we scored was by scoring from a set-piece with Fafana, uh, which the keeper probably should have saved. Uh, again, going forward, shocking... Uh, little passages of play, individuals were very good. Um, but being able to tactically break down a team is just something Chelsea are not able for. And this, again, shows the lack of tactical knowledge by, by Potter, being able to switch it up. Again, seeing it tonight, Havertz up top, he's not scoring. We, have, we scored, what, four, ga- four goals or six goals in 17 games or something like that. Like, it's time to make a fucking a change there. Like We have a Bamiyang sitting on the bench. I know you don't want to play him. But he's, a, he's an out and out striker. Then we have Fofana, who we got as well, who's an out and out striker. Play one of them. Like. And but where is the, I suppose, the individual brilliance? Because you just have some brilliant players that play up in the striking, up in the top forward positions. So why are they not producing anything? You I can't think just Felix, blame the manager. I think Felix at the moment is doing the work of three people. Um, he's he's been brilliant since he came in. Um, Scott man, scored. the cleaner and the kitchen lady. Yeah, <laughs> score. I think he scored. Did he score the first game? 
I got sent off the first game, probably. Got sent off. Got sent off the first game, wasn't it? I was just trying to think. Did he, oh, did he scored as well, though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he scored, and pen? then you got then you got sent off. Um, no, that's not a pen. Is it a pen? Peno. Peno. That's a peno. A bit of animation from Potter. See that? Fucking yeah. hell! That's the first time I've seen that. Jesus Christ, lads. Um, right, right. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you're not happy. You're not a happy man in any way. Chelsea Leeds, no. Not convinced. Oh, okay. Yeah, like don't let it fail you. Not convinced by a one 0 win against Leeds. Where to go was a set piece. Look, I'll take a win as a win. Uh, yeah. Connor, what do you think? Did you see any of this game? Um, no, I saw highlights of it. Um, but I, I think I know Colin, you've said it before as well, where Par had been playing nice football but wasn't getting results, and we said. The results-driven game. We're getting results. You got results. You have to take the result on the merit of what it is. So, um, three points lead to my bounce back as well with a new manager. Javi Gracia is now fucking no funny business. Like he, he he comes in, he gets things done. He did that at Watford. I can't. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that at Leeds as well, keeping them up. So, um, I think it's actually a huge result for them. I don't think Leeds are going to be mopped over like they were with Jesse Marsh in charge for the rest of the season. So, a one-nil win. Even Leeds out is a is a pretty good result. I said I didn't see the game, so whether the football or not was any better, or whether they broke them down, I don't know. But didn't. take the result and run with it because I don't think many are going to get three points off of Leeds. Yeah, absolutely, I, I agree. Oh. Um, they, they they couldn't buy a win before this game, um, so you will take any three points that you can get. Um, they were dropping further and further down the table as well, so. To have any chance of getting into the European spots, and that's, I suppose, another question towards Collie. Um, would you prefer to finish up outside the Europa League spots or get into the Europa League spots? Um, I mean, if I say finish outside, it means that we don't get to watch. Ch- I don't get to watch as much as Chelsea. I want to watch Chelsea every fucking day, but I think we're good enough to not play in it and finish in the top four next season. So. I don't think it matters. I think, yeah, if we get it, we have a chance of winning it. And if we win it, we get into the Champions League. But I genuinely think, oh, Felix is fucked. Fuck this. Come on. Um, Give me but, an I, but I think that... Um, in. In, okay. I prefer to get it, yeah. Okay, I so... You have to get. No, I know teams don't want it, but again, if you're looking at the different to the market and you're finishing ninth in the league instead of six it still is a huge thing with income with players who want to join a mid-table team as yeah. opposed to a european side it's still a it's still a big thing i think so yeah okay let's i suppose let, let me pose the same question to you connor um europa league next year if liverpool can't get into it or would you prefer to finish outside the europa league spots and the conference league no i still think it's it, you still take some kind of European football, you know. Whether how when you get there, how serious you want to take it or not is is up to team. Um, yeah, I don't think it's like if you look on the flip side of it. I'm sure United still want to go and win the Europa League this season. Without um, a shadow of a doubt, yeah. And we had, but, we had but this time, time, this time last year would have been like, do we actually even want to be in it or not? So when it gets yeah. down to the when it gets down to the business end of those competitions, regardless of what they are, you want to win it. So you want to win um, it. exactly, absolutely. Okay, let's move on to the last game of the week to review, and that's um, oh god, <laughs> uh, uh, Liverpool seven, Manchester United, uh, United nil. Uh, oh my god! Oh, I can't believe I got put that. Put the graphic out. up, Paddy. Put the graphic up. That's your oh, job. Yeah, your yeah, one yeah, job yeah. you have is I to put that graphic that. up. Yeah, there we go. There's the graphic. There it is. So I suppose a big party popper here at all. Um. <laughs> right so um first half under a lot of pressure for the first 15 20 minutes as you would expect at anfield Um, you know it came back into the game when gave away a goal a really good goal for liverpool at the, at the very end of the first half Um, one of the most surprising things for me was and it was before Roy Keane said or just before the start of the second half we're seeing the united players coming out of tunnel at liverpool and they were all standing waiting to come out into the pitch and they looked so relaxed. I was saying to myself, like the the Austrian sausage and all was just you know floating about. Um, didn't know, looked like he was lost. And I I was just saying, I I can gar- I was thinking to myself, the Liverpool players are not going to come out for the second half in that type of year mark. They're going to want to be focused on winning this game. It just seemed a bit too relaxed for me. But then 
the the first two goals in the second half then that we can see it is the heads went down and they lost absolutely everything i've never seen such a decline in my life I, it was like last season's football yeah i would have expected a 7-0 against liverpool last season but definitely not this season and i think that's why it hurts so much for most united supporters because going into this game united supporters and the majority of supporters i think would have thought united have a good chance of winning here this week okay. but um, it just absolutely fell apart and seven just look you just have to look at the scoreline it, it tells its own story and um, I'm sure we'll talk more about moments in the game in terms of Bruno Fernandes and maybe even Casemiro's performance but I'd like to first of all ask Collie Force what's your reaction on the game for Liverpool I have a few, have a few points to make on this one one Bruno Fernandes was an absolute shambles of a of a so-called Manchester United captain it was embarrassing what he was doing, complaining that he wasn't getting taken off when uh, Ten Hag was making the substitutions. That is the last thing you want as a fan to see your captain doing, saying, take me fucking off. I don't want to be here anymore. Uh, Varane showed more, more uh, leadership at the end of the game when all the players were fucking off down the tunnel and he collared them all back and said, get the fuck over to the fans and say, thanks for coming here. Sorry for fucking being embarrassing. So for me, Varane showed a lot more leadership than, than Bruno did. Bruno was a little whinge bag, so let's just, let's just call a spade a spade there. An absolute whinge bag when things aren't going his way, and it's embarrassing to watch. Um, I agree. He gave up as well, and one of, one of the things is whatever about being a, a moan bag, look, you've, you've got a lot of players that do it. Don't stop running. Don't ever stop running. He gave up. Yeah. One of them, I think it was Salah, went by him on the right-hand side, and he fucking stopped running, and it looked so bad on him. I thought it was absolutely shocking. Um, in terms of the result as well, like... You can't take anything away from how good Liverpool were. Um, they were quite clinical with their with their chances. Um, some really good goals. Darwin Nunes has actually shown that he's a, is a bit of a player for the first time. I think anyway that he's that he's really got something about him. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it was an embarrassment for for United. Um, I think Ten Hag came out and handled it again beautifully, where he kind of said that's not good enough and made all these comments that. Um, it's not good enough, it's it's embarrassing, it's unprofessional, all this, I like that. The one thing I want to see from him is I want to see, is he, is he the great man manager that everybody says? At the start of the season, he dropped Rashford for showing up late at training. Is he going to do the same thing with Bruno Fernandes and is he going to drop him for his fucking scandalous behaviour in front of everybody? Like this, this is, for me, this is way worse than what Rashford done. That all happened in behind, door, behind closed doors. No one would have even known about that. He was what an hour late, or if Ronaldo had have done that, there would have been oh, uproar. Be yeah, and Ronaldo would have been dropped at the time. But you see, yeah. it's can Manchester United afford to drop Bruno Fernandes at the moment? But the only reason, maybe not, is because Ericsson is not there, but they'll have to bring in fucking McTominay or someone well, like Sabitzer that. Has shown that he can, he can yeah. perform, yeah. Um, but I suppose okay, moving on to Connor, you must be extremely happy that that front line of Gapko, um, Salah, and the Nunes have clicked so well. Um, they look good. They look to look really good. Um, although the the whole team looked good, I have to say we, we never really looked like we were going to do any real damage to you. Um, how 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 do you sum up that performance? Yeah, obviously delighted. There was the two things that stood out to me were Liverpool team out of confidence would have taken their foot off of the gas after two or three and played for a three nil and held on. The fact that they, they pushed and they went looking for they went looking for eight and nine after the seven went in, you know, they didn't stop. Um shows that they wanted to make a statement with it, which is good. It's a team that would they would have done that two or three years ago. Um obviously the, the front three clicking helps. Um and they just seem to be a little bit more fluid now. It took Gakpo a while to get up and running, but now he's got what? He's got four goals in three games now. Um, again, Nunes has got four goals in five games and a couple of assists to boot as well. So, And even though we're saying that Salah's having such an off-season, he's still got 13 goals so far this season and seven or eight assists. So, like, they're, they're still performing. Um, back four who came in. They actually have a. I only saw it today an outrageous win percentage. It's the first time they played together. It's just, sorry, it's the first time they've played two games back to back together since um, Champions League last season because Canada is back in. So if they can keep those four 
five, including the goalkeeper, fit. It's important. Um, a little bit disappointed with United still going for it when they were four, five, six, seven nil down. And there has to be someone in the team, whether that's from management, whether that's on the pitch that says, this is fucking embarrassing. Let's start killing the game. You're not getting back into it at four nil down. Fucking kill yeah. the game. Take the they pace, just lost all their shape. Yeah. Well, like they were still going gung ho. Like there was, it was six nil, and you had two, two pressing Allison with the ball. He clips the ball out, and all of a sudden, there's two men out of the game. It's like you're not coming back from six down with yeah. six minutes left in the clock. Just pack in behind, take two banks of four or two banks of a four and a five, and exactly, see the yeah. game out. Like uh, they yeah. did that at three nil. You're walking out of Anfield with a three nil loss yeah. after you beaten their four nil last year or two years ago. So it's not that bad. But as soon as you go and you get seven shit past you, now it's the state of the nation. It's a steward's inquiry as to what's after happening. Paddy, can I just can I before you move on, we get your opinion on it. Can I just put this stat to you? Uh, you know, you'd haven't won in all Trafford in seven years, and they've only scored one in goal. Anfield. In Anfield, sorry. No. Yeah. yeah, no, I see. I see seen that during the eighteen. Well, to be honest with you, I'm, I can't be that surprised considering. You know, United haven't won the league in 10, 11 years now. Um, Fair, we've yeah. been up and down through multiple managers. Uh, form hasn't been very consistent over the last 10 years. And Liverpool, under Jurgen Klopp, over the last eight years, have played some of the best football in the league. And mm. if it wasn't for Pep Guardiola, they probably would have won another three or four Premier Leagues in that time as well. So to, to see a stat like that, it's not really that surprising. This is the first year I would have thought to myself, you know, we've a good chance, but to lose by that amount, then it was, it was, a, it was a big, big shock, massive, massive shock. What's I'm your sure honest thoughts tell. on it, Paddy? Though, like individually for the likes of Bruno, like I know I've said my piece on it, but what's your thoughts on that? Like as a United fan, what do you want to see happen there? What do you want to see Ten Hag do? And what do you make of any of the other players? Like, um, I, I think it has to be dealt with. If you're a really, really top manager and a good manager, it will be dealt with internally. He's not going to come out and he's not going to strip Bruno Fernandes of the captaincy. He's not going to publicly slay him because that will just put more pressure on the player. And as a manager, you want your players to be performing at their peak. I am sure he will deal with it internally um, and maybe known by maybe he's made a substitute, but he, uh, he has to get some sort of punishment because it was unthinkable how he acted i've seen it many times with him before that he's just petulant you know he he, yeah. he gives out a lot but when i seen him putting his hands up in the middle of the park and then pushing the lines man yeah i think alone for pushing the lines man i honestly believe that's worse than anything and i think yeah. he should have been given between a three and six match ban for that because yeah. the wider issue there is is that's an official in the game. Oh, we can get away with that. What about everyone playing Kids. Sunday League now? Yeah. They start pushing the referee. Bruno Fernandez yeah. got away with it. I'm sure I'll do it as well. Yeah, exactly. Why do all Lionels stumble the same way though? Your man was like, as he was pushed. <laughs> they all fall the same way. It's ridiculous. Play, face in the same way. <laughs> sure, shouldn't have put his hand on him. Sure, as simple as, as simple as that. They could review that. I think the um, FA should review that. They did, they did. They're, and they're because the it wasn't in the referee's notebook, they can't take any further action. Oh, that's ridiculous. So, but I suppose looking at the game as a whole from a United supporter, um, I knew something wasn't right in the first half when, to be honest with you, Casemiro has been the glue that has brought this team together in a lot of the big games for us this season. He misplaced his first six passes. Um, he, he, he couldn't make a pass to save his life. And I knew we were going to be, we we're going to have a difficult, it wasn't going to be what I thought it was beforehand, where I thought we'd be bossing the game. Um and then Liverpool got that goal. And I thought in the second half still, I, I can't explain as a supporter how we just lost the head so badly. Like, and not not just Bruno Fernandes, but you're seeing even Varane and Martinez. Martinez just seemed like a shell of his former self playing in that second half. You could see he didn't know what to do um, and he was getting pulled inside and out. And he even he even got get, got pulled off towards the end of the game as oh, well because I think he's I didn't see that. <laughs> didn't see that. Yeah. I missed that one when he got pulled off. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were watching the same okay. game. Anything to cheer him up, you know, that's uh, that's what a good Ten Hag is as a manager, you know, just um but yeah I've I've I haven't got much more to say other than Jesus as I said and uh, sorry to a couple of people congratulations Liverpool because 
what a win. And if it was me, I'd be screaming from the rooftops. It was the other way around. Can I um, can I say can I make a statement here, Paddy? And you're gonna you're gonna hate this one. Um, Manchester United fans, right, are the worst fans for banter, football banter. They're the worst fans in the world for it. And I'm sorry if that offends you. You cannot slag a Manchester United fan and have a bit of crack with them. They all just go, oh, look where you are. Uh, what about your fucking history? Your club was only, was only formed fucking 20 years ago or something like And it's so, it's the same shit all the time. You can have negative banter with Manchester United fans. But they're the first fuckers that'll come out and slag you when they beat you. I think it's more the biggest clubs. I think Liverpool supporters are similar as well. But I think it's because, you know, they are proper clubs. They're not like... They're not. Because every when you went through that rough period, I know 80 or 90% of the United fans that I know would have said they'd have turned the game off. No bother. And and I know know fans that done that during that game. They turned the, the fucking game off. Never once in my life have I ever turned. You can't. Chelsea you can't give off. a stat 80, 90 percent. That is. Of that I know. Because you've no know. idea of those stats. Zero know. idea of that. that you probably know, know two or three. No, you know nothing. You know. That nothing. I've talked to. All right. I talked to oh, three of them. Right? Stats. He pulls them out of the air. He just thinks of them in his head. And I spoke to five there. people, and four of them turned yeah. it off. Shocking. Right, okay, fans. I'm the host this week. I'm gonna have to shut this down. <laughs> and we're gonna Paddy, I've got I've got one more around around United. Sorry, and ask you. And I actually saw. Mark Mark Albridge put a video of it yesterday. Um, they're so the way where they are in the league, obviously challenging for the league. They've gone away to Arsenal and gotten beaten. They've gone away to City and gotten beaten. They've gone away to Brentford and gotten beaten. They've gone away to Liverpool and gotten beaten. Why is their home form so good and their away form so bad this season? They've dropped a lot of points away from home. Pretty much all their points, I think, have come on the road. Oh, come on. You're thinking all their points they've dropped. They've lost against Arsenal. No. They, they, they've lost it's very... It wasn't It wasn't that big of a loss against Arsenal. It was a very tight like contest. And they won. They're top of the league. Okay. Man City, second in the league. We lost against them. You can accept those. So the only... Look, Brentford... You lost at Brentford as well. Like We lost at Brentford. Arsenal had a tough match against Brentford as well. Look, these things can happen. I don't think there's anything to look into in terms of away performances. I think the big one to look, the only one that I'd really be worried about is the Liverpool one. The rest of them I can take as a supporter because they're against good teams and anybody can lose against anybody on any given day in the Premier League. So, of course, we're going to be stronger at home. Um, but it's, look, it's just one of those things. I, I don't really, I wouldn't be too worried about away form considering the season we had last year. Um, but that look, that's that's just my opinion. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's Val. Here's a panel. Here's fucking Donovan. Okay, here we go. Into the fantasy football. Are you supposed to do that? I thought Don't you ever assume with a graphic, all right? I'm all I- <laughs> Born ready for these fucking graphics. However, sorry, I am not. Sorry, okay, okay. Bring up the thing, so I will be doing that right now. So, lads, we're gonna look at the fancy football from the past week, and I'm gonna let Paddy talk us through it. Uh, I've, yeah, I'm doing terrible in this one as well. Um, hold on, let me. Uh, are you mind for us? Look at that. Oh wait, hold on. I'm gonna fucking share it. Sorry, sorry for all of our viewers. Um, do, who's, oh whose team God. would you like to go through first, buddy? Actually, we may as well go through the, the king of the hill there. Give me the t- give me the top team. <laughs> That's myself. Uh, do you want me to go through it, or do you want to run through them? No, you work away, so you're controlling the screen there. So okay, uh, forty three points average, lads, and fifty eight points is what I got. Sorry, I, w- I just want to check something here. If I do this, that's not showing on the screen, is it? Oh no, that's okay. Um. So yeah, fifty-eight points, forty-three average, uh, done well. Allison seven points, knew that knew that Liverpool were gonna beat them. Uh White got me seven points, Tarkowski got nothing. Uh, everyone brought him in, still have him and he's fucking shy. Uh Trent Alexander Arnold again, clean sheet, knew he was gonna keep him because I knew uh, Liverpool were gonna beat them. Uh brought in Solly March, thought he was gonna be the guy to get me a few points, but unfortunately it was Minamoto or whatever the fuck his name is, Little Moto. Um Rashford, two points, shy. Salah, 21 points, captain. I didn't have him captain. 
should have had him captain. Uh, Martinelli with four points had him as captain. Uh, unfortunately, picked the wrong Arsenal player. Uh, Odegaard, two points. Haaland, four. And Kane, two. Lads, I think 56 points or 58 points is a solid week. But I did have Kilman on the bench, who got me seven points. Obviously, didn't use him. And then Ward on the bench with 11 points. But sure, I got seven as well, so sorry. Um, right, I'll move on to the next one, which is Paddy. So this is your one. Okay, I cannot see it. Oh, there we go. Average Joe, 43 points. Here we go. Nothing too special to be talking about. Ederson's gets me seven. And if we just move down, defense was a shambles other than Alexander Arnold. Well done. He done great against United. Delighted. Um, keep moving down. I, again, this free hit that I used a few weeks ago just absolutely killed me. Um, Darren and Holland up front got me a few points, but other than that, the team was absolutely shocking. And I'm going to find it hard to pull it back now because of that free hit with me thinking that it was a one-week change and it wasn't. It was a permanent change. My bench is just a joke it. as well. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, okay. So that's it. 43. Shocking. Brutal. Right. On to Connor. Connor, you can talk as about <clears> this <throat> absolute calamity here that's happening. <laughs> Step aside, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Pope. Umpo. Oh, you do know it's not golf. The, the lower score wins. Probably. Tw- 26 uh, points. Go on, talk us through who you've got. I got, I got, um, I got, well, I got one point in the battery. So, and I got <laughs> a point from a goalkeeper. I think you just got a point for turning up on time. Um, <laughs> so, fair play to Salidi. I turned up on time. It failed. Pereira got the, did he get an assist last night? Um, Two assists. Yeah. Uh, Trossard with one um, Trossard came in I think because I have fucking Yo Cancelo um, Almiron with two De Bruyne with three Kay and Haaland and, and Watkins up front for a, a combination of ten um, Fabian Sherry has been out injured for the last two weeks Cancelo has moved to Bayern Munich <laughs> and De Silva hasn't started a game since before December so um, going strong oh that's the you what? It's the post. What? what I'm missing it. I'm out there shutting it down because my thing was fucking lagging. Lads, we're he, ending he, the uh, he, we're he ending the fancy football. Yeah, All right, okay. No, it's okay. Uh, right, Paddy, will I just run through this real quick? Yeah, yeah, just fly Because it's, yeah. it's it's quicker on my screen than I whether it might be the life of yours. Uh, Ushie and Kane still top of the league with 1,710 points. Uh, he is 14 points ahead of Collie Lamb, two of them battling out all season. Uh, then we have Lee Dillon. Then Dean Fletcher, uh, Anto O'Rourke, Sonny McGreevy dropping down to sixth. Uh, Connor Ennis with, oh yeah, uh, up to seventh. Uh, Alan Donovan down to eighth. Tony Tam down to ninth. And then we have Francis Bellardi up to tenth. So well done, Francis, for making the top ten. Coming up. Right, lads, that's the fancy football done. Uh, Paddy, what do you want to move on to next? Let's go on to the predictions. I mean, you got it wrong. You know, it's it's wrong. It's no, I was going to do that last. No, no, it's in order. But I do like that. And that graphic, that was pretty good, actually. By the you way. like it? Yeah, it was really good. I told you, know, you I thought it was a new one for predictions. I was like, oh, this looks great. And then I seen that, and I was like, you absolute pig. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paddy, I'm going to share the screen here. This is our uh, 10 to 1,000 challenger. So let me just... Yeah. Let me just share here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, well? really come up here. Yeah. I have them here. Yeah, for some reason, it doesn't want to open. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry about this, everybody. We're having an absolutely ladies here. and gents. Of things. You know, here we go. We Paddy Talker show. This your um, one. Um, a lot of top put into this about a minute and a half before we went live on the podcast. <laughs> we looked for. <laughs> I look for um, a, a boost bet. So I got uh, Felix and Bellingham to get a shot on target each in tonight's game. Was two to one, now four to one. Uh, stuck a tenner on it. So let's hope. You took a fiver on it. You had a fiver free bet. Yeah, yeah, you had a fiver on it. A fiver free bet. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Connor, is this you? Yeah, that's me. Just did a, a treble for the weekend. Um, a tenner to get me back 35 quid. I've done Chelsea to beat Leicester, Spurs to beat Forest, and uh, United to beat Southampton. 
Chelsea are a nice price there, I think. Really even money. Chelsea Leicester, that's that's mad bet. Uh, my one, lads, I've gone really small. Look at this, 0. 0.64 to 1, so not even evens. Um, I've gone with over one and a half goals in the Rangers and Hibs match, over one and a half goals in the Bayern and uh, PSG match, and under three and a half goals in the Spurs and Milan match, because I think that's, <laughs> that's going to be like 1-0. That's such a horrible bet, though, because you're just waiting for nothing to happen. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> it's great. So, lads, that's, that's, that's what I've done, and hopefully if that one wins, I'll do one, the exact same one for me next bet. Um, so, so, that so is, you should hit right. thousands by the year twenty forty or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same way you're going. It'll still be before any of you. Right, I'm moving off that, and I'm ending that. Paddy, what do you want up next? You know what I want. Give it to me. That's <laughs> oh, the prediction. Score for this. <laughs> score for this. Scarpered it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm getting on getting new uh, technical people in the background for you. So. Okay. Oh God, you can do so the rest of it. We're going to start off with Connor and Bournemouth against Liverpool. What are we thinking? Well, yeah, the last time these two sides met, Liverpool won 9 0. So, and they're on the back, off, off the back of winning seven. Uh, they're definitely going to draw this guy up from the <laughs> um, now this is prime set up for Liverpool to, to to suffer straight off the back of a good result I don't think they will I think they will still get a, get a result but I don't think it's going to be easy um, I'm going to back Liverpool 2-1 and I'm going to say um, Cody Apple Collie yeah, um, I think Liverpool will win this match and they'll score a few more goals. I think they're going to keep their, their goal-scoring streak a little bit hot. So I'm going to say 3-1. I think they may concede a goal. Um, and I'm going to go with Gakpo to score as well because he looks like he's... Is, is that three games in a row he scored now? Uh, yeah. So good run of form for him. I think he'll he'll keep it up. Yeah, well, I agree. Lads. I think it's going to be a Liverpool win, but I don't think they're going to concede. Um, I think it's going to be a strong 3-0 win. And... Go for Salah because he looked really good again the weekend. He's still ripped, okay. isn't he? What? He's ripped. ripped. He's so we also say Liverpool's top Premier League goal scorer now as well, and he's done yeah. it in 64 games fewer than the Lion Sniffer did it. So Yeah, yeah. But he, he was cocked over that, though. <laughs> <laughs> to make it better, though. <laughs> Goals like Salah doesn't, Salah doesn't drink or anything. He's the like ultimate professional, and he's still... Like sixty three should have been probably more, but like how how many goals do you think he can go and get now? Like how many more years do you think you have in Salah? And will he stick? Talk of them going in summer, isn't it? Yeah, there's talk of them going last summer. There's talk of them going every summer. We got a new contract, didn't he? You got a new contract last year. Yeah, Yeah. Um, you get two more years out of him. Like again, that's that's why a sixth year in a row of scoring more than twenty goals in a season. So like, does that for another two years? Like you know, it's. Yeah, money in the bank. So, and to think Chelsea could have had him, or they did have him, and they let him go. Didn't want him. Shy, shy. Didn't want him. He didn't sue Chelsea. <laughs> if if we had kept him there, Too he wouldn't have became that player. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> have became that same player. I don't think we would have got as much as um, Klopp got him. No, he definitely wouldn't have because Chelsea are shit. Uh, well, speaking of Chelsea. Collie, we've got Leicester and Chelsea. How do we see this one going? Uh, I think Leicester are just as shit as Manchester United and we're going to beat them 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think Leicester are probably going to beat us 2-1, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I, I'm dep- I don't know what's going to happen in this match. If uh, This is going to be a massive kind of... Um, I love Felix shouting at the crowd to tell them to get up. Uh I think this one's going to be a massive kind of confidence boost or else it's going to be a complete fucking deflation. Um, if we lose this and, and go out tonight, oh, I, I can't see us even getting a result against Leicester. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say one all and I'll say, who do I say to score for Chelsea? Nobody like uh, Kula Valley to score a header from the fucking set piece again because um, it's the only way we can score. So, Connor? Yeah. Well, I've backed Chelsea in my bet. I think Chelsea get through here. They're off a high. They have two wins under the belt, back to back. They go to Leicester, and they they, they scrape a one nil again. 
Um, yeah, depends on. And too. yeah, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back Mudrick to come in and get a goal at the weekend. I wish a one 0 Chelsea Mudrick. Very good, very good. Okay, I'm gonna go considering like Chelsea did get the win last week, but. I think they'll find it difficult against Leicester and I'm going to go for a nil-nil. I think it's going to be a big bore draw. Yeah, we'll be surprised for Chelsea. So let's move on to Crystal Palace and Manchester City. Crystal Palace doing the double over City last year. Can they get a result again this year, Connor? No. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> again, I think this is this is going to be similar, I think, to the, the Newcastle game last week. City go ahead early. They start making changes. Palace there creating a few chances, but they never actually break through. So I'm going to say, what is it go? Huh? No, it's not. It's not good. Why are you? Oh, you're fucking ahead of us, are you? I'm sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> what, did what do you think? Um, I'm going to say City to win 2 0, dominate, go 2 0 up in the first half, and back um, Phil Foden to score. And uh, yeah, Palace to kind of come back into it in the second half. but but not break them down. Good stuff. Colley? Um, I think City will win 2-1. They haven't really been spanking teams this season as much, have they? Um, no. So I'm going to say 2-1 to um, to City. And I'm going to go with Phil Foden to score. Because... Oh, what a goal. What a goal! Is that the one of your sends offside? Oh, it's offside. Oh, yeah, it is offside. <laughs> Like, don't say that anymore. How do you? How did you still fall? Because like, I wasn't sure, like if you if I missed it, or if you were ahead or behind. Um, what well, finish? Yeah, two one to Man City, I think, and I think uh, Phil Foden's going to score because he's been doing really well lately, actually. Okay, yeah, I um, agree, lads. Man City win. I'm going to go for two 0 and Kevin De Bruyne to score. So let's go on to Fulham and Arsenal, London derby. Um, Control the odd surprise. Fulham haven't been doing too bad. Collie, how do you think this is gonna go? One all. Arsenal gonna bottle it. Uh, this is where it starts. London Derby. Um, Fulham. Look, Fulham are hit and miss at the best of times. I think Arsenal maybe after being on such a high after getting that uh, that win with the last kick of the game against Bournemouth. I think maybe this could be. Complacency at its finest. Um, yeah. It was something similar to who did I say it about? Was it probably United when United beat Arsenal and then they came out the next week and, or something like that and they drew? Um, so I think similar situation. I think I think Arsenal may be a little bit complacent and I think they may take the foot off the gas and it'll be one off. We see Europa League is back this week as well. So they've got that yeah, to contend with also. Yeah, exactly. And Fulham down. So uh, yeah. fresher legs for Fulham, hopefully. Uh, one all uh, I'm going to go with a Saka goal as well. Saka goal, great. Connor? Yeah, it's a bit, bit harsh calling Fulham hit and miss this season. They're fucking seventh. They were yeah, holding relegation is. last year. So um, yeah. I think uh, Silva's going to see the top of them. Chelsea just miss. <laughs> Swinging a miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I do, I do agree with Colin. I think it's, it's going to be a tight game. Up until last night, I think Fulham were exactly pissing goals, and then they can hit a three against Brentford last night. Um, I think it's going to be tight. I'm still going to back Arsenal. I still think there's another game where it just come true late on. And I'm going to say two one Arsenal, and I'm going to back um, Odegaard to score. Yeah, one nil Arsenal and Martinelli to score for me. And moving on to our last game of the weekend. Manchester United against Southampton. I suppose I'll go first, considering it's my team. Um, I think this is a more important game than the Europa League game during the week in terms of bouncing back after that Liverpool performance. Um, this is where the real test now comes for Ten Hag and getting the players up for another Premier League game because Southampton will be going for blood because they know United were hurt. But um, I do think United will come out strong here and probably win 3-0 and Rashford to score. Um, Connor, how do you think this will go? Yeah, you know, there's no... I don't think there's any doubt that United have to win the game. And they're on the back of beating Liverpool and the Europa League. You'd say maybe a team in the relegation battle would, would pip them or put it up to them. But it's it's as much of a must win for United as it is for, for Southampton. So comfortable United win, 3 0. Um, Rashford. Collie, I've seen you shaking your head there. What's wrong with you? Have you did you just see 
Koulibaly missing from one yard there. An open oh, yeah. goal, and he's just missed from fucking one yard. <laughs> this chap is wearing the number 26 jersey. Did he slip oh. like Harry? <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking score like. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I think you know it'll win this one. I think I think I think Ten Hag, like I said, he's handled everything since now very well. I think he'll handle this well as well. Um, I think he probably will make a statement and drop Fernandez. Um, but he'll probably bring him on at half time. I think here's one for you. Nil all at half time. What? You're going very specific. Nil all at half time. I'm to bring on Fernandez. This is a <laughs> nil all at half time. He's coming on to, to um to change the game and he makes a positive impact and everyone will fucking suck themselves off going, oh, Ten Hag, here we go. Best manager in the world. He's after doing that. He gets a reaction. He's just a brilliant manager. Ah, fuck off. But we all know what's going to happen, so fair play to him. Uh, so 2-1 <laughs> two one, so two to, uh, to United and Bruno Fernandez the score. Okay. Well, thanks very much, lads. Um, this brings us to the end of the podcast. And what a painful week it was for me. But I think it was just the therapy I needed to get me over. Um, what happened the weekend that will never be spoken of again by me in any way. Um, Collie, thanks for joining us this week. No worries. Thanks for hosting, Paddy. Connor, thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, depending on results, we may see you next week, but thank you anyway. I just delayed the podcast for a little bit here. Just just delay it for a <laughs> couple of seconds. Why? Just for just for content purposes. Oh, must, but, uh... okay. Yeah, um, so and anyway, I want to just say to everybody. I say it, we say it every week, but please, if you can, it helps. Subscribe, follow, four or five star reviews on Spotify. I'm the host today, so I can ask for a four star review. Um, five stars. Five star review. Kylie wants a five star review. That is embarrassing. Oh, there's. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, right in the dream. Oh, right in the dream. Was that after you said like, that's embarrassing? Yeah, yeah, no, that was embarrassing. A fucking swing and a miss at the first ball was a tech. Okay, on that note, everybody, thank you, and I'll talk to you again next week. (laughs) (laughs) On graphics.